Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the Emo Social Club podcast. As mentioned previously, this is the podcast about emo and all of the club stuff. The caveats in between. The caveats. (laughs) We're about to give you a bunch of caveats about this podcast. Some hidey holes. Yeah. I don't know if you know what Lizzie's talking about, but I'm sure that she (laughs) does. Uh, This episode is with our new friend, Ray, of Girlwood, uh, which is a band that we've known about for a little bit. And uh, very exciting to get them on and get uh, Ray's very fun, nostalgic takes. Yeah, I mean... Like off air before we got on air, Brian went to the bathroom as he does before every interview. And Ray was like, what does emo mean to you? I'm like, excuse me. And I was like caught off guard. So it was a good conversation. And she also goes into Pokemon. The only one time we had peace in the world, for example, was 2016. It's true. You remember. Correct. You remember peace. Average uh, Farm remembers. So this is, that's what this episode is about. <laughs> uh, so Yeah. <laughs> We'll get into that in a second, but first, we need you to assume, because of you know how good this podcast is, it's fantastic. You're gonna want to give it five stars. You're gonna want to give it five stars on your podcast app of choice, Spotify, Apple Music. Maybe you leave a little bit of a review. You don't have to, but if you could, that'd be nice. Maybe we, uh, maybe we, maybe we, you know, go to the top we of the pops if you do. You? Yeah, yeah. We, the more reviews that we get there, and just the more like listens. Helps us become better than everybody else. Yeah. We want constructive feedback. Not right now. This is not where you can later, give that to Later us. when we are more influential, then we can consider. Yeah. You know the best way to give us, give us constructive feedback is just to drop five stars and then go away. <laughs> and then, and then just, just listen to the episode. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is the best way. As long as you're following and you're, you're liking and you're subscribing. Uh, if you want to like and subscribe to our other places on the internet, you can also find us on Instagram at Emo Social Club. You can find us on Twitter and TikTok at X Emo Social Club X. We're dropping content, just dropping hot cont. <laughs> Is it serving Conti? It's serving Conti. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm so glad we don't put videos of these fucking intros up. <laughs> Serving hot cont on the internet. Uh, please, please like, comment, subscribe. You can watch a video version of this over on our YouTube channel. Just Emo Social Club on YouTube. They've got handles now, but it's just going to be at Emo Social Club. So don't worry about it. Like, just add Emo Social Club. It's, yeah, it's just YouTube. Find us. Just, just search us and we'll come up. YouTube is so. much easier to find us than, than other websites. So, yeah. you know, thanks, Google. Uh, we also we have just all... need a hack Google. Okay. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe cut that part out of the intro. <laughs> Serving hot content and hacking wise. And hacking. 
if you missed it, we released an episode uh, after we were at when we were young fest of this podcast. And you should go check that out. because We had a lot of spicy takes. Hot. Yeah, hot there's takes. a there's a lot of people uh, up in arms right now, mainly on Brian's take so far that we have put out um, for when we were young yeah. fest on TikTok. So if you want to get on the discourse or bully Brian more. No, it's internet, well known that I am controversial there. and brave. That is that is well known about. Hmm. Hmm. I want to take hmm. this and have everyone stitch that. Hmm. Nope, this is not. <laughs> this, this is not a video I, for a reason. I'm gonna take it. So controversial and brave. <laughs> we had some hot, uh, some hot things to say about the fest. Uh, headline of it: bands were great. It was just really hard to see them, and that kind of sucks. Uh. Yeah, yeah, go check it, out that pod. Yeah, it, it has a lot of juicy tips, especially if you're going to go, if you have one, this, I guess, or if yeah, you're going to yeah, go in the, the next year. Yeah, if you're going in 2023, you know, just 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 think about it. Uh, we're not going to discourage anybody from going. We're not going to tell anybody not to do what they want to do. There are a lot of people who had a great time. So headline of it is, you know, it just, it just, just check it out. It's up to you. Uh, one of my students asked me, because some of them follow my instagram don't do that um but they were like oh so you went to the big emo fest i'm like yeah they're like how'd you feel about it i'm like well it was an experience i had a good time with my friends i had a good time leading up to it um you know what if you if you go next year consider it um hopefully it's better because you can have that experience and that's on you it's on you bestie fingers crossed for all of you out there uh yeah that that you know we got some stuff coming up but nothing to announce right this second uh we we hope to be you know seeing you soon but it's about to be chicago winter and holiday seas so just you know hang out and and listen to more episodes of the emo social pod yeah <laughs> we may first, have a couple uh things thrown in streaming wise just because we'll be locked in you never know uh, but first, before you listen to all the other episodes of the Emo Social Club podcast, you got to listen to this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast with Girlwood. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with Ray of Girlwood. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Hey. <laughs> talking yeah. hinder talking yeah. talking the, the, the butt rock yeah, you have a great radio voice that, that's what i was trying to say it sounds well rehearsed uh it's it's from years of just fucking it up for so long and pretending i knew what i was doing and i think at a, at a certain point you just finally figure out yeah. what you're doing yeah that's how it maybe goes. you're like really close to your mic I add, I do think I add he more bass in my voice. He tries to ASMR it, but loud. Yeah. Isn't ASMR like the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All chewing noises. Hell yeah. It's... My dog is that noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the noises that you would make to your pet. Like... But like, it's like saw, really loud in their ear. There was one person on TikTok who were like, oh, my dog has an ASMR account. I'm like, what? No. I'm like, how does that work? It's gotta be those... Yeah. That's the only thing I could think of. And I'm like, that's so fucking weird. <laughs> Maybe it's the like their nails walking on the floor. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. You like record like a uh, cat, like, uh, uh, what's it called? Making biscuits. Scratching. Making biscuits. You know, when they like push on the, oh, like the, the blanket. The yeah. 
I've always heard it called making biscuits. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've heard that too. Oh. Yeah. Making yeah. biscuits. Kneading dough. Kneading the dough. <laughs> uh, so when you're not doing your own ASMR uh, channel, uh, Ray, what? Uh, tell us about Girlwood. Tell us about the band and, uh, and, and you know, yourself. I write a lot of music. Um, I play drums, guitar, sing. Um, I make everything at home. Um, and then I'll make demos and I'll put that in a big fat dump of, um, there's a better word than dump, a pile, a digital pile that exists that my management team can look through and then they'll sort through certain things and be like, we want this one. And they actually don't make any comments. It's usually, I'm like, here's 10 I like, here's 10 that are okay, and here's four I hate. And they were like, mm, we want the ones that are okay and one that you hate. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. Thank you. <laughs> and then we put the effort into like those ones. And I'm, I'm being dramatic. Uh, there's, there's great, there's lots of songs I do like, um, which is, we're working on one now, Keep It Average. It's totally done. Um, I mixed it all, made it all here. And, um, I'm really excited about that one, but like Kid Bruises, is the one we're supposed to be talking about is not one I would have chosen. <laughs> it's like super vulnerable and, and heavy, you know, I'm like talking about like being a suicidal like kid, you know, and like, that's not one I was like, I love this song. Let's share it to the world. It was more like <laughs> my manager was like, bro, people need this one. And I was like, really? <laughs> You're like, do they though? Do they? <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, so I'll do all the recording here. And then um, Mia is my, so we perform as a duo. And then Mia is my like performance drummer because like I wish I could do it all. But I also love to have it just, it work, it's more digestible, right? To have like, ah, yes, separate drums, voice, and guitar. That's usually more digestible for people and it's easier. So. Um, but I'll record stuff and I'll send it to her and she'll lay down drums because she has really good recording stuff for drums and I don't. So <laughs> and she's really busy. I, I wanted to invite her to come on and she was like, where is she? I think she's in the UK right now. Now, oh, if I remember our our email correctly, yeah, it's like ah, she's gonna be in the UK. She's not sure. I'm like, well, I don't know if seven thirty p.m. eight thirty p.m. for you, right? So like, we're we're at night. Like UK is like, nah, I'm asleep. I I'm not gonna make it. Yeah, it yeah. Like, I'm going to. And die. she's like playing shows there right now. So I think she like mm. worded it like maybe I can be in the green room like right before. And then the amount of like the amount of kickflips she was doing to explain how she can make it work, I was like, all right, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you do you. It's cool. It's, we're, we got it. Love it. That she's, she's real funny and wicked talented. So she's always out with like other musicians, which like I think is rad. I love I'll be on like a two week binge working on something at home and then, you know, get an email or something. Hey, I'm in UK. Like, Pam Tillis or like whatever have you. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Yay. Good. Good. I love you. So how did good. you meet Mia then? If she's like going everywhere, did you just like meet her at like another gig or something? No. So actually, um, my management team lives in Nashville, which is really close to here. And there's a whole lot of music industry, like business people in Nashville. And a pair, well, they all like know each other. Not everybody, but like enough people say like, oh, we all know each other. So I actually met her through my management team. He was like, hold on, you have to meet this crazy amazing drummer um who's like all over the city right now i want to you know and i met her like in 2020 and she was awesome and we got along real well and she was really good and honestly when i first had one of our shows and 
I was wicked embarrassed because I got there and I was like, all right, here's our set list. And she had them all like blocked out on like an iPad or a pad specifically. There's a phrase for it. Super, she was so professional. She like schooled me at my own songs and I was wicked embarrassed, <laughs> sat in my van in silence for like 40 minutes. <laughs> Should I be doing this? Am I? Like, am I, have I been wrong? Do I know how to music? Time? She was so good. I learned so much though. So now it's great. So now I like um what's it called charts that's what they're called um that's it so yeah. everything i have charted out um so i will never knock on wood be surprised like that again i was so embarrassed <laughs> but um it hasn't happened since so that's good <laughs> i yeah. mean you found your drummer it's like now you have all the charts ready to go yeah they have a really funny i don't know if you've ever seen it it's like a little triangle diagram and it was just like the, you can never have all three and it was like for a drummer and what did it say it was like sober talented available and it was like mm -hmm. the joke right like you had to pick mm -hmm. pick uh pick one and i'm really glad uh i love i love working with her because i feel like i'm not losing anything out of that triangle i feel like it really is she's just awesome me is awesome that's all you've got me thinking about my drummer now oh yeah like, which one uh -oh. is he missing yeah which one's he missing <laughs> I've never seen Ryan's him. Ryan's about to slander his own band. <laughs> Je Jeff does not listen to this podcast, so he will not oh, know. Oh, then, yeah, definitely slander him. Fake friend energy. Here's the thing I like the most about Jeff as a drummer, and he won't listen to this, so he'll never be complimented. He just sort of, like, sits there and is just ready to go while the rest of my band is just talking absolute bullshit, like, between songs for, like, five minutes. And it's like, you know, we got we could practice, like, twice in the time that we're just standing here, like saying like oh my pickups are doing this it's like dude I, okay the singer and the drummer don't give a shit about your pickups at all and never will can we just play another goddamn song so that we can get out of here like you can my my whole thought is like hey you can jerk off your guitar later we we really we really want to just play music <laughs> yeah that's i can't i've had a i don't um yeah j yeah I've been in plenty of situations with people who are like, yeah, let's jam. And then they just want you to do something so they can essentially just like jerk off while you mm -hmm. play and be like la, 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 the entire time. Yeah. It's like, okay, it doesn't take two or anything like Jesus, you know, here's your <laughs> rhythm so you can do whatever the fuck you want. And then they're like, I'm done. I'm going to go home now. And it's like, wow, okay, <laughs> fuck, don't give me a turn. All right. There's so, so many, you know, it's just, it's, it's like dancing or relationships, and I feel like there's a lot of lack of self-awareness, especially. Um, but anyway, I've, I've also done a lot of jams or plays with people who are just, like, not there. And some of the other guys might listen to this, so I'll say they already know this. I've already told them all of my opinions on, oh my like, it, musicians are, are a special brand, you know? They're a special type of people. Like Brand? Yeah, it's a brand of person. It's a type oh, of, like... First of all, if a musician has an instrument in their hands, they're playing it. Even if they're not in the it, like, even if you're like in the middle of a conversation, they're like, you know, I, I my guitarist will constantly be like this. And I'll be like, I'm trying to relay information to you. And I I, I only sing. I've got nothing in my hands. I'm just ready to talk. And I, I also have a microphone so I can be louder. But then they're still just like this. And I'm like. I don't feel like you're you're processing anything that I'm saying to you right now because you're just like, yeah, these chords I'm playing right now. I'm top. I'm top guitarist in the world right this exact second. It's like, I, OK, man, like special type, special brand of person. It, maybe they're a really good listener. 
don't know how to show it. <laughs> I will, I will, I will, I will tell them you said that, and then I will tell them. I'll just, I'll just nod. <laughs> probably not though. Probably not though. It's probably not. Just don't. Yeah. Anyway. That's Having good. a two-person band is probably oh, God, the way I to go, it. though. My next question is how many yeah. people do you have to navigate? It's fucking five, because... <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> it's like, okay, can we just, like, figure out how to do this with, like, two people? And even though it's, yeah. like, a full band, like, two guitars, bass. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I can only sing. I get it. I understand. Yeah. But how do we make your guitars less? How do we make the number of people that I have to tell the same information to Listen, less? Brian, you just have to learn how an instrument. That's really it. What else? Open <laughs> ideas, open to concepts. I mean, do you ever feel like a like a like a teacher, like a kindergarten teacher, like managing people? You ever feel like, okay, class, okay, listening mm -hmm. ears. <laughs> yes, do I've like done that. Stick. Yeah. I have this stick. I'm talking. I'll give you a turn. Now listen. Yes. To what I have to say, you know. I mean, we have a hundred percent done that. Like like great, tossed a ball know? back and forth. One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm like I don't know how like like in all the bands we've interviewed. It's like, how do you how do you wrangle cats? Like, how do you get people in a room together? And so, yeah, like two yeah. people must be the the absolute easiest way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of experiences when it wasn't easy. I'm just blessed again to have like an amazing person I work with who's like, I mean, you know, without a doubt, more like professional minded than even I am sometimes in terms of being super on top of everything. So I'm also super, what's it called, not type A, because I don't want to take, like, the whole massive, you know, personality a person can be and say, I'm one of two, right? That's, like, communication <laughs> can't be one of two. But right. I am a very, like, intense kind of, like, get stuff done, very serious, very, like, organized and whatnot. And it feels really awesome and effective to have um a partner that also does that you know and is also super on top of things it's 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 super rad it makes it just i always use the analogy of making the boat float and it's mm -hmm. like we're both there doing the exact same amount of work to make the boat float and that feels like really good right like you don't want to be like you know like what scrubbing deck and running what ropes i don't know any of the terminology doing the ropes and the shit it sounds right to me someone's yeah, like, right. you know, it's laying on the ground, like picking, picking at it with their fingernails, just laying there. And you're like, bro, move, like do something, you know, you don't want to be that because then you look like you look like like the mom or something. And then you don't mm -hmm. get to have like a natural dynamic. You know what I mean? It's it's always best to have like people that are in the same headspace. I use that 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 phrase a lot, making the boat float or if mm -hmm. I talk about like. Yeah, it's always has something to do with the boat. It's a good one. You like boats? It's a good one. <laughs> uh yes stay warm this december with emo social club and some friends of the pod irl we're bringing the heat to cobra lounge along with risk rematch and gold steps to celebrate wolf road's upcoming lp bloom and disconnect after all of them take the stage we'll continue the after party with an esc dj set snag tickets over on dice.fm or through cobra lounge's website you must be 18 or up to attend presented by melt presents yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if what the boat's opinion of me is, but I'm a fan of being on Brian's and around usually boats. a menace on a boat. Are you the menace on the boat? Or are you thing. picking the laying on the floor, picking the chips, picking those? Depends on the boat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lot of the time. I listen yeah. to Yacht Rock and it just makes me like really just want to like vibe out and chill and just like sit down on the. Yacht Rock? Yeah. What's Yacht Rock? 
it's uh i'd say it, like if you've ever been to a supermarket and heard like uh no sing it to me i gotta I think of a song about you gotta sing it uh you know the song brandy it's like oh, yeah. brandy. <laughs> i think that it's one. like older music like it is yeah music that like your dad oh. who like retired to florida listens to. yeah oh, and it's grandma. like it just fits so good on the boat though like yeah or your grandma that's exactly Fleetwood it. mac that's is exactly also it. Awesome. Like I think Fleetwood Mac is just like kind of like adjacent to it, but like I, I've listened. I mean, I guess I could see it, yo, but I feel to like it's on too popular now. You listen to Rhiannon on a boat. Get back to me. It fucking goes, dude. That boat sails faster. <laughs> Do you want it to sail faster though? Because I thought you were ha having like it a depends. good old time going it slow on the boat. The farther away from land you are, the longer it takes you to get back. More boat time. I'm still processing yacht rock. I've never heard that before, and I'm like. Yacht Rock Rock. There's a there's a cover band there's in Chicago. There's a whole serious XM channel there is a, yep. to Yacht Rock. <laughs> there are playlists. Um, I tried to listen. I will say I tried to listen to it once and I got very bored very quick. Yeah, well. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, listen. Yacht Rock. Uh, Oates is on a lot of those playlists. And Hall and Oates Dad is. Rock Energy. No, Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates, if I may, I'm, I'm going to say it. Uh, Hall and Oates fucks. Hall and Oates is good. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but yeah. The silence, the silence is is hurting me. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's really showing his uh the closer he gets to dad rock age. Yep. I was born in 1964. No, you stop. Sure, Watson. <laughs> no, you weren't. All in oats. Rolled oats. Yeah. Uh yes. They're like, uh, what I want. Them, them, oh. them, them. Okay, 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 okay. This is our first DMCA episode of the podcast. Yeah, sing the damn. <laughs> All right. This, like, event seven yeah. old, I was like, you gotta, you gotta do a song. And you were like, the God one. I was like, I don't know what that is. You gotta sing it to me. And you did. And yeah. I, it clicked, I think. <laughs> it's then like I... seeing the me, Paolo. It's like, it's like the uh, Liz McGuire movie all over again. Can you tell the ages of our? Uh, can you tell our ages right now based on what music we just said we listened to? <laughs> oh yeah, I don't want to guess. I was like, guess I, I don't. I know a trap when I see it. No, you can guess. Neither one of us is going to be. No, Brian usually says he's two hundred years old. Oh, so. Yeah. Every how podcast, old, I feel how older. Old, how old y'all think I am? I'll trap y'all. <laughs> no, you have to, because because you haven't said a musical like, like like. What were you listening to in high no, school? She said Hinder. Hinder, well, baby, or like, uh, not that that's what I listened to, but that was, we were talking about music adjacent to what yeah. we consider emo. Yeah. But I'll listen to so like, what were you listening to in high school? <laughs> Look, no. We, we know. It's not on recording or anything that you listen to Hinder. So we, you know, everyone will know. Oh, no, but what were you listening to, like, sophomore, junior year oh, of high school? Oh, man. Oh, shit. Uh, fucking sophomore, junior year of high school. Oh, fucking, I really liked Under Oath. I think I still have my iPod. I still have Under Oath on my iPod. Um, what else? Bring Me to the Horizon, <laughs> you know, MCR, um, Fall Out Boy, but just like a few songs. MCR, just a few songs. Honestly, like when I was a teenager and I real really, I really wanted to be like a real fan and I really tried. I got my toes in the water. I got the water up to my knees. I went to my hips and I was like, nah, nah. I went back to my knees and was like, yeah. So like, I tried to, I like, I went roll in there, listen to all of them fucking, all the shits off the LimeWire and and mm -hmm. and some of it for me, real hit. 
some of it for me rule didn't but the stuff that really hit it really like so i wouldn't be like i like mcr because i feel like that was one of those bands where you say i like mcr and they're like <laughs> name yeah. whole, you know and they're name, like, name their albums yeah and all this other shit and i was like you know there was so much of that gatekeepy <laughs> stuff when i was a teenager that there was like so much like insecurity about about even saying like you know like oh i like this you know you put on fucking back then i felt like you put on skinny jeans fucking uh what is it straighten my hair with hairspray in it so it has them anime spikes and all that and someone's like oh, oh yeah. i bet you listen to uh, and everyone has just these nasty little nastiness you know and then you mm-hmm. know but anyway well, i listened to all that i feel like once like job for a cowboy happened and then like the hardcore movement kind of started happening i really like a lot of that music but that's the point i was kind of like all right y'all are y'all are y'all are smoking stuff i'm not trying to be smoking and then my own life started happening in a different way and i was like i respect y'all for where y'all at but um not against job for cowboys it's just great stuff but i remember specifically like just i don't know when i think about like the emo era and the music i liked i hate that like all of the high school elitist emo bullies come up to my mind man i think the music i like number one number two is all the stinky weenies man mm-hmm. and i, I hate just like weenies. you said about there's a you're the fuck the stinky weenie guys who assigned to that one label and therefore you didn't like it because they sucked you didn't like any other artists you know what i mean how a stinky weenie can just ruin like a whole ass good thing for you but they're still there in my brain and that sucks and actually one of them bullies is actually in like a i think he actually played the um what's it called the what's the thing the thing you all were talking about Oh, when we were young. Yes, fest? that. Yeah, he actually played that, and he's always been oh, like, yeah, emo. But he was also one of those kids that was, I won't say who it is or who the band is, because, like, honestly, fuck that guy. The team. But um, <laughs> he was like, I do, we, I'm not like fucking, I'm like in the neighborhood next to his, but we used to live in the same neighborhood when we were teenagers. So that was funny to see us both, yeah. like, have similar tracks, but we don't talk or nothing. Yeah. But, I think one time he like a friend I don't know. anyway but he was the kind of kid that was like i was the first one at my school to wear skinny jeans uh, so he just like thought he was the coolest <laughs> thing ever which is like good for him and all that but like god damn he was so mean yep. such a meanie pants you know and people being like <laughs> that's not really emo job for cowboys so much harder you know and they're like <laughs> so much you listen yeah like it's not heavy enough oh and you know what's funny is like I like lived my life and I did all my other shit. And then I came back to town like way later. And honestly, like that mentality is still alive and well, <laughs> I never died with high school. There's still so much of that. And that was, I was hoping like, you know, maybe, maybe I get older and like things change and people chill out. No, <laughs> no, they're still stinky weenies. I think. I think it depends too, but like how I think it goes into like some influencer culture too, because there's people who are like, oh, I kind of peaked in high school. And then they're like, oh, I'm going to peak also on the internet with my peak high school personality. You're like, uh oh, it's not what we're supposed to do, best. What, are you, what, what, are, you, what do. are you saying? What are you saying to me right now? <laughs> I'm not saying to you at all. If you feel personally attacked, first of all, that's you. Because I wasn't personally My personality you. is exactly you the didn't same peak now. In high school? No, I sure fucking didn't. But I'm the exact same as I was in high school. I have not changed. But the, I'm saying, but like you didn't peak in high school. It's like think of it as like the the captain of football team who definitely peaked in high school, but he's like 30 now, but he still wears his high school like jacket. It's the same thing, but emo. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you watch that elder emo hashtag on TikTok, and sometimes I like what I see, and sometimes I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's weenie, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> you're mean, aren't you? I can like, oh, you're mean, and I, I can like smell your stinky weenie meanness coming through the hashtag. Not that everyone's like that, right? Like, I feel like you can just really tell. And it's just like, I'm a you person, hell yeah. yeah, you know. And then people that are like, oh, that's not really emo. Man, I got another story if y'all chill with it. So I was Go. I was Do on it. tour in Illinois and I and um the people that put us up, lovely people, we stayed too long because very very quickly I got a good idea of like, whoa, like the inner workings of like this group of friends and kind of their whole thing. And their whole thing was like, We're the real emos. Emo started here in Illinois. And I'm like, oh, oh no, you got the Midwest okay. emos. The arguably. American football. Oh man. Are arguably the most gatekeepy of yeah. them all. Really, Seriously. It really was the like, like you said, like that peaked in high school, super like, I'm gonna say the M word, but like misogynistic, broy culture that's just like do you even do you even emo? Just like horrible, just like very gatekeepy, very like it was their social hierarchy was extremely uh defined, I should say, right? Mm-hmm. Um and that was a trip and a half. And then we get there and they're all like <laughs> which is fine. And I'm just like, yes, hello. I just want to sing and then I'll leave. (laughs) We have like a few different, we have like a a pop rock set we can play if that's the vibe. We have like a really heavy set where it's like screaming and operatics the whole time. And we can really curate our sound to what that, what's for the space. So I was like, let's just play all the fast, heavy shit and be done because it's the quickest, you know? Um, (laughs) And so we play all the half heavy, fast, heavy shit. And like, man, I wish I could remember the, one of the details of the story. That made it good. I done started talking and I forgot where I was going. <laughs> where I was going. I don't know. It I sounds like it was all house shows. And after yeah. it was all house shows. <laughs> it was yeah. Like two house shows and a basement show. But they were lovely people. I'm not trying to say everyone was like this, right? But again, there's just there's a few stinky wieners, you know, and there's just a lot of stinky yeah. wieners and and when it comes to emo stuff. I feel like you give people uh what's it called? You give them like shoe cubbies. And then they're like, this one's mine. You know, it doesn't matter yep. that everyone has shoes in a shoe cubby. They're like, this one, those ones, they're mine. My shoes, you know? And they got to make a whole thing. And Same you. seats on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, kids are mean and emo days. <laughs> they could be and being a depressed teenager and uh kicking emo day were any of you ever affected by kicking emo day? Uh, Not in a negative way. I didn't know Are that, you that was emos? <laughs> No. I, I just like to be noticed for a minute, you know? I just <laughs> like, like to be noticed. Because I was never one of the kids who's like, no, nah, I'm not emo. Like, I'd have friends that were, like, rocking uh, da- uh, Dashboard, Death Cab for Cutie. Like, I would get in the car, and they would be driving around to that, and I was like, oh, that's some emo shit. And they'd be like, this is not emo. This is Death Cab for Cutie. <laughs> this is indie. I'm like, coward. I'm like, homie, this sounds very sad. This sounds... Well, first of all, correct. Yeah, the glove compartment. Oh, he- tell me more about that. What are these lyrics saying? Are they happy, or are they introspective perhaps so, maybe a little bit emotional so there's another question for you guys when you hear emo or you think of emo are you thinking like that 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 uh pop culture image kind of like thing or are you thinking specifically of like the content of the music uh for me it's a bit of both because i also while i was in high school worked at hot topic during oh, like <laughs> you were yeah <laughs> so like i went 
on my off day to a black parade listening party at my store. So yeah, this is also references for everybody. Actually, that was in college. Never mind. That was I was, I was in college oh, no, during Brian. that, but I went there because I'm fucking 104 years old. No, that's cool. But your uh, your emo merit is that the right word? Your yeah, badge. that's yeah. my that's my yeah. merit, y'all. I heard black I heard black parade and a, and a hot topic. <laughs> You'll never know the kind of life I've led. Um, but yeah, the uh, the 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 hot topic just had all of that like very strong stuff around that time oh, yeah. like pushing emo shit and so for like there was a shirt that was in a hot topic it was like this is either metal or emo and yeah. and whatever it is so it's like yeah here's like uh, a simple plan t-shirt it's like well that's in the emo section it's like oh there's a there's a there's a dashboard t-shirt that's in the emo section so like all my friends that were listening to that at the time pretending like no this is just like singer songwriter this is indie this is whatever i'm like no nah. like no, it's not. I'd be like, no, singer songwriter, Alanis Morissette, dashboard, no, silly. Get in the emo section. Yeah. Let's go. So how, yeah. how do you Check feel? Them. How do you feel about what that means to you? I grew up when like the mall emo was like a thing. Yeah. So I see like <laughs> now is that what it is? Because like I I go back and I look at like what the OG emo and everything is, just so I can understand and like under like have the grounding and foundation of it. But to me, like, I understand people get it and where it comes from and the development and evolution of it, but it's just so sleepy to me. <laughs> and it doesn't do anything for me. Mm -hmm. I really like really fast and, like, aggressive music. So all that kind of falls in line with, like, more of the mall emo. Then I listen to, like, the newer emo that's out as well, like Origami Angel, like Hot Mulligan, things like that, too. So I, that's what I think of it. But also if somebody who's trying to be like oh you don't listen to real emo i'd be like okay calm down <laughs> like do you listen to fifth wave emo and then you can come oh, me. tell me who hot mulligan is you coward then come back to me <laughs> the only waves are on the the sea when you're in your boat and you're listening <laughs> to oh, no. whatever you need to just get you over those waves whatever you, you know need. Like need. what it is is it can be so different to so many different people like i said it's like people are like this this the whole cubby this cup shoe cubby is mine and this is what you know where it's like where we all have shoes in the shoe cubby and you know not everyone has the exact same shoes but it's always i feel like also like what emo is or was i think is also super depending on like who you ask and exactly what probably like what uh socioeconomic class you grew up in and like uh, the very specific year in which you were in high school and i'm sure it's very and then like even there's kind of like emo not revivals but like there's like a whole new intense mall emo look kind of thing happening with some like of the kids now right it's maybe not mm -hmm. as big as it used to be but it's still like i think i was it, it it's yeah. more mainstream now than it was before because you have like tiktok and social media now to TikTok. really push it so you have like i mean when we went to when we were young and when we went to riot fest this year and lala um there was a lot of kids there and there are also a lot of kids who had just like clearly never been to like a big music fest or like an emo or punk fest oh. period just because of how they acted Liz and is how about they to get gatekeepy like, on it no i'm not but it was like you could tell because of just like how they dressed how they acted so like it's more in the mainstream now because you do have more people who you would be like, oh, they would absolutely never listen to this. But because, like, um, you know, the person who kind of championed a lot of that comeback is Travis Barker. 
ex whoever he collaborated with so you have all these people who are like well i like mgk i don't know travis barker but they like all these other things that's getting put out Mm -hmm. and it's being pushed so much because of the labels so that's what's that's what's happening so it's making it it's like a good and bad thing like it's good because we get to have all this stuff again and all these bands are more prominent the downside is you know there's more people who don't fully understand like the subculture and genre and like the full meaning of it and then kind of like just trivialize it in a way to an extent depending if they know it or not too like if they're young kids they probably don't really get what it means fully lizzie's like i remember when riot fest was a house show no i don't <laughs> i was too young for that <laughs> it was never a house show it was just a different just thing Congress. yeah so well it was like yeah. cross-pollination it's definitely in terms of like labels and what's hitting right now and there's definitely i feel like a, a new resurgence in like rock music whereas i feel like um the 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 pendulum has swung away from rock for a while i feel like and i feel like there's definitely because of the again like not aesthetic cross-pollination because it's all deeper than that but i guess brand cross-pollination using things like tiktok and labels essentially being like yeah travis barker and willow poof go on and then the yada 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 poof go on you know and people are like oh my god it's just the same thing that pokemon does you know and they're like mm-hmm. i know what we need this year you guys we need another charizard evolution and people are like but then the devs they're working on the game are like yes that's what we need to make also, sales so it's just like the, the also me install the sales <laughs> i love pokemon okay. I am I'm a dumb Pokemon fan. Oh, me too. Like, hold on. Um, I have there's um I have hold on. I hope it's one of the Charizards. No, it's like <laughs> this old ass blanket I've had since I was like a Oh my god, that's vintage. <laughs> that is awesome. It's gnarly, man. I got like some anyway, we can play show until all evening. I'm gonna try not I'm just trying to stay focused. <laughs> Look, I I mean it's it's the same nostalgia shit of just like yeah, I, I played Pokemon before. They're going to keep releasing Pokemon games. I'm going to keep playing Pokemon games. And I like the cards got super big over the yeah, pandemic, too. And now hard. that's like everywhere. People streaming like or as as somebody said, hey, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I sometimes just hang out with my friends and we go get booster packs. And I just go like, hey, man, you want to rip some packs tonight? <laughs> it's like that fucking rules i mean i found out one of my one of the people in our my one of my group chats one of my many group chats um we were like oh why isn't this dude hanging out with us this weekend at like our usual weekend friend hang and they're like oh he's at a pokemon tournament excuse me ripping packs what <laughs> they're like yeah he's at like a national tournament for like pokemon Lit. what heck yeah Lit. I feel like I feel like a lot of the things that my parents told me, like, oh, you'll grow out of it when I was like, I wanna do this when I was a kid, like that was the biggest lie I was ever told. I never grew out of any of it. And it's like really sweet and validating and beautiful to see like a whole generation kinda like that. Not that every single millennial out there is like buying Pokemon cards again, but like there's enough. <laughs> there's enough. There's enough. <laughs> there's enough of them and it's just I think real sweet. And this was like my like healing my inner child was I got this fucking dank ass IPS backlit custom yeah. SP. Yeah. This was like a this was like I had a little bit of extra money uh, one month and was just like, I want to buy myself a gift and I hadn't bought myself anything. And this is like in the middle of COVID and mm-hmm. like, and it glows in the dark cause I'm a fucking child, I guess. And no, that's sick. That's sick as <laughs> fuck. Oh, yeah. So I just want to share. I'm, in it. I'm also, I'm also um, not a calm, not a calm. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, we have a, a friend of ours who, uh, 
I think he, I don't remember uh, if if Rick sent it to me and you, Lizzie, or just me, but he like said about like nostalgia and millennials growing up and like going through all of like the trauma we've had to experience of like the pandemic, the global recession, 9-11, all this shit. And it's like, man, maybe I'm just going to fucking play Pokemon and feel OK for five minutes. Like, why the fuck? Like parents are like, oh, you're going to grow out of this shit. It's like my friend, my parent, my mom, my father, my whatever, like. I in Christ, I need (laughs) I need to play this dumb little video game and you're just going to have to fucking deal with it. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what happened in like 2016 when Pokemon Go came out. I never played it, but I had that was, it was when, world like, the peace. world truly it was world, world fucking peace, dude. I can't tell you. I was like in college and I can't tell you how many people like hated each other. Like, no, we're going to go like Pokemon hunt together. I'm, like, <laughs> we made up. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, I heard there's a blast toys over there. We got to go check it out. I will say I, in that in that year, though, my one friend, he let me learn how to drive in his car. Because he's like, you drive me around so I can get these certain Pokemon and you get your hours. So you can take the driver's test. Holy shit. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to be honest. I literally play Pokemon. And I walk like five five miles a day. I even (laughs) went today. That's that's exercise. (laughs) I bring my dogs. I'm like... Let's go keep down our fucking neighborhood gyms, guys. Yeah. Let's go kick those <laughs> teams out of our fucking gyms, you guys. Let's go get some pokey coins. You should go to the neighboring neighborhood where that one uh, elitist emo guy is who's in whatever band it is and be like, I'm going to take your gym. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna- Do you remember high school? I run the gym now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what team in Pokemon Go are you on? I'm red. Okay, good. You're like a you're like a regular person then. <laughs> Yeah, there, yeah, there's Look. a lot of what. What is it about the color prejudices? Because I can only put it together from the color of the games, and then think about yeah. just like not spirit. Spiritually is not the word I was looking for, but like metaphorically of like the color red feels like this, and the color yeah. blue feels like this. I was about to say our our, our mod in the chat, Alice. Alice said yellow is the only answer. Yeah, yeah. that's just incorrect. So no. elaborate. Give me everyone's red. Yeah, loop. what's 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 the psychology there with the different colors? You I don't know. It's like something. it's like Pokemon astrology. Like it, <laughs> it is. Like it doesn't mean anything, right? Pokestrology. Pokestrology. <laughs> it's like so. So the main reason that the colors matter in the game is because there's three teams, and so only one can hold a gym. Uh, there, there's different team leaders for each one of the teams, and then like when you we because we had Pokemon Go Fest in Chicago. This is the this is the greatest tangent we've ever gone on on this podcast, and I'm gonna run it out. We they had Pokemon Go Fest here in Chicago, and uh, at that they had different things for each team, and there's like a bunch of different stuff that was happening in those for each team, and like whatever. Um, I think though that like a lot of people in the game have chosen the red team. Like I think overall, like if you look at the amount of players who've chosen like teams, they pick like the red team. And so when you're on the the major team and you f- go by a gym, like you can like throw your your Pokemon in that gym, even if you didn't take it over. But if it's like under blue or under yellow, then you have to go and like challenge that gym leader and say, hey, get them up, get them out. I'm I'm coming in. Red runs this house here. <laughs> this is Red's house show. Uh, so we, we yeah, that that's my thought is like. 
it's a game so benefit. Is, is it like is it like the Harry Potter houses? Because that's the only thing I can really think of. Just because those are also colors. There's no like per, you know Harry Potter houses. They got whole things like Hufflepuff is a vibe, a very specific vibe. A Ravenclaw. Mm -hmm. There's like little personality things about it, but there's not none of that outside of I think your own personal speculation when it comes to Pogo. There's no like mm -hmm. in game. You just have three characters that you look at, like the three team leaders, and I guess you identify with either the color or that character, and you're like, I'm gonna be on this team. So I don't know what it is, but the the dudes I used to live with when I first downloaded the game, they were like, You have to be red. We're red. Mm -hmm. We can't play together if you're not red. And I was like, Damn, all right, shit. I was gonna. We did. The, we did the same thing. I was gonna pick red anyway, but like, damn. It's cause like yeah. when you're washing the dishes and your mom's like, Wash the dishes, and you're like, No, this makes me. I'm not washing the dishes, but I'm already doing it. So, but, but. They, I'm out. No, it's not the only time I've heard of people be like red, you know? So I wonder what that is. Because <laughs> I've never heard For me, it was just like. Blue. You're not on yeah. blue. Like, I've never heard that. I've heard some people be like yellow only. Like, but. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I do think there is like red is like. And I've, I saw this on like Reddit posts at the time because I was like. I got to find out like if there's anything good going on in Finds Chicago, you know, like war. where's the meetups, where's the hangs, where's the where's the hot spots, you know? Yeah. So I was on the Reddit a bunch and people were like red is just like that sort of like aggressive like angry energy. Blue <laughs> is sort of like the calm like whatever, dude. I'll just win, you know? Like I don't I don't need to be on that level. I can just win. And yellow's just like are we playing a game today? <laughs> That was the only like kind of reference I could get for like the personalities behind it. And uh, Alice, I'm sorry. <laughs> that makes total sense. I, 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 yeah, that makes that makes sense. I see it like anime character archetypes. Mm -hmm. I feel like the blue one's definitely the cool one with glasses. You know that pushes them up, and it's just like yeah. I know what you're going to make. You just activated my secret card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. Yeah. <laughs> I need to push on my glasses right now. Like, not joking. You know, I like, don't want to. <laughs> I'd much rather these fall off my face. Yeah, do it with the shine. Get the shine where it's like... Mm. <laughs> the glare. Yeah. Allow me to tell you how yeah. I knew your... I knew your all your moves. Yeah, that was cool. Did you not feel cool? It looked cool. I just do it all the yeah. time. Otherwise, I can't see. You have to do it in a cool way every time. It was cool. I did mm. that when we DJing and uh one of our friends in our in the stream I don't know if he's in the chat rags or he was like you look like a like a librarian but really I was just looking down but my glasses <laughs> fell forward so I was just like oh hey what's up yeah. he's like oh you look like you're a librarian and I'm like hmm. okay <laughs> cool looking for some new music the club has your back with our bangers only picks of the week Sometimes you just gotta show everybody up, and that's what Girl K does with their latest single, Proven a Star. We're disrespecting things here with Sharptooth's latest song, Disorderly Conduct. And friends of the pod, Glow in the Dark, drop a new song called The W with Lady Captain. Got 
If you like what you hear, make sure to check out our Spotify playlist, Bangers Only, to keep up to date with the hottest tunes. Usually I have a good transition to the next topic. I was about to That's say, what it is. so um, <laughs> unlike us not keeping it average, how has keep it average been um, sonically for you compared to your other songs that you have out? So I was told we'd be talking about Kid Bruises. Keep It Average is one that's coming out November 11th, and I really love that one. I'm happy to talk about that. Are we still? You can talk about it. Like we can promote, yeah, promote you can it. Talk yeah, talk about it. All right. As long as you're still Gucci. One time I huh, used that phrase and I accidentally said I said Gooch, and yeah. some uh, there was a stinky wiener around me, man. He started being like Gooch. Oh yeah, you like Gooch? Yeah, Gooch. Yeah, yeah. Gooch. Yeah, you said Gooch. Is that Gooch? And I was like, holy shit, bro. This is not Gooch. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know. This gooch. is not Gooch anymore. No, Gooch. I was like, Jesus, all there was. <laughs> anyway. No, we're keeping feelings. the Gooch over here. My feelings, man. They're like, this is my shoe cubby. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> the fuck? All right, all right, all right, all right. I love Keep It Average. I think it's, it's, uh, we're, we're definitely, so for Girlwood, um, I have about 60 songs sitting in that pile I was talking about that I made over COVID. Cause like, man, I see like kids running around like, COVID's over. I'm unaffected. Now I'm just like, mm -hmm. I'm still like in the house all the time and I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. You know, so like I, I really love being in my house and working and writing music. So that's what I did over COVID. And like I, I had like in my own experience, like a lot of people died. So I'm still just kind of like mentally like outside bad. But I'm not totally a shut in. Like I go to the store mm. and I walk my I walk five miles a day for Pokemon Go. So oh, yeah. I get outside. Anyway, so sorry. Keep it average. I love it. It's one of my favorite songs I've written in a long time. And I'm really happy that my management team is like, do that one. I was like, yes, because um, so sometimes I'll have my demos and they'll be like, we should go into the studio, which is lots of fun. But I always feel like I don't get like the project sonically exactly the way I want it, because then you have more chefs in the kitchen. You know, they're like, we should put some thyme in the soup. We should put some parsley in the soup. And I'm just like. Can y'all stop putting shit in the soup? Like, I'm the fucking... It's fine, right? It's just, you gotta... You work with people, and I love people, and people are great. But sometimes, you know, if it's, like, your fucking thing, you know, you're, like, you want your fucking thing to... Anyway, so... There's always a little bit of original creativity, I feel like, that I don't get to navigate exactly the way I want when I'm in, like, doing it all with people. And that's how Kid Bruises was recorded. I still like the song, um, uh, but Keep It Average, he was pretty much like, dude, let's mix and master the demo. And I was like, yeah! I was like, fuck yes! <laughs> and I, I, I went in, I was like, wait, let me let me re-record everything and make it real nice, you know? And he was just like, why? And I was like, no, 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 trust me, I got it, I got this. So I went through and I like squeaky cleaned everything and I sent it off to Mia and I sent her the drum track and I was like, hey, I have do not have the microphones necessary for this. Can you just play it for me? And she was like, yeah. Sent it back. Boom. Now we got a mix. Came back. I listened to it and I was like, uh, like this is the sound I want, you know? So I'm feeling really stoked about that. Um, and genre wise, there's, I feel like I've, I've made five or six points, but there's a reason. So the pile, not everything in the pile is rock. There's some hip hop and rap in there. There's some like straight synth pop music. Um, there's like cheesy 80 ballads that I made as a joke that my manager was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. You know, um, I, but I feel vulnerable about some of it, right? But like Kid Bruises is what I'm vulnerable about because it's like, you know, God, I 
I wanna kill myself, Grandma. Like that's heavy. That's yeah. hard shit. And I was like, you know, you know, I've other goofy songs where I'm like, I'm your dad. Like, and I'm being silly, so like, it's heavy shit. But anyway, Keep It Average is so much fun. I love that song, and it's still, if I were to say, traveling through the genres and how we're releasing stuff, the train is still an emoville ish. Keep It Average is definitely more like traditional. I don't know. Sad girl slash indie rock slash is they're still screaming in it, so I feel like that keeps it in the <laughs> in that shoe cover. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, super stoked about it because again, I feel like it's just a really precious thing. I feel like when you do this for so long and you feel like you all the products are good and everyone else likes it, but you still don't feel like your perfect representation in your product. You know, it's like a recipe or something, and then you, mm-hmm. you get it, you do it once, you do ah, you do it twice. Ah, do it third time and you're like boom yo come downstairs you have to try this i just i nailed it you know that's how it that's how it feels um but after that the train leaves emoville and i think we're gonna release like a really how do i even say it, like commercial pop rock song it's very run-of-the-mill in terms of like digestible like it's not just for i like it it's definitely fun um, and then we got some rap songs that my manager is like, we need to release the rap music. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm excited, but I'm scared at the same time. For for those like more rap tracks, is it just you and Mia or do you have some of you collaborated? With? All, because that's also a big trend we've seen recently. All me. I do everything. Um, so uh, you can't see it because you're on the computer, but I have my computer. That's you. Um, and then you're actually... Uh, you're hooked up to this is everything i record on vocally and then my um what do you call that fucking interface my interface is right here uh my pedals are all right here my pedals are on my feet like at my feet is spaghetti city and cables and amplifiers (laughs) i'm kicking two with my feet right now so so no i I do everything and i got my little midi keyboard down there and pump out beats and actually i'll just play drums and my electronic drum set for beats and just i just love all the music and i love all the genres and Wrapping this out to be an emo, that was something I felt like I had to hide or wasn't really well welcomed when I looked like <laughs> uh, when I looked like this as a teenager. You know what oh I mean? Oh my god. It's like oh, pure yeah. pure scene oh, yeah. scene emo. Yeah. 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 And um, you know, I feel like if I was like, oh, I like I like rap music, they you know people would be like stinky wieners about it. And if you're like, mm-hmm. I like Fall Out Boy, they're like, that's not even heavy, you know. And then if you listen to heavy music, <laughs> they're like, you don't listen to that because you only know one song, you know. And I know like a little, a lot of that is just like emo gatekeeping shit. And then I know like a bit of that's also like gender related. People are like that with you know, you know, um, women a lot, and then and kids there's just a lot of layers as to like mm-hmm. why it was just like wiener wiener town man when i was a kid but now <laughs> that i'm adult and i don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks um and i can say i like everything i love pop music i make a lot of pop music i love heavy music i make a lot of heavy music and i don't need someone else to like validate that in me and be like oh girl it's not even hard and i'm like you don't know what you're talking about because like there are tracks <laughs> that are absolutely nasty heavy you know and i have stuff that i haven't released that's super nasty heavy and then i've got absolute fucking pop bangers too and i love being able to do it all and i love not having the stinky wieners around me anymore it's great <laughs> love it 
I I think the fact that you have gotten like a variety of like press coverage and like one NPR, which I feel it's very few and far in between that they pick anything that is usually more heavy, which is what I personally associate Girlwood with. Mm -hmm. And then like you've also been on like Audio Tree, which is also they've been getting a little bit more like into like that newer emo and getting a little bit heavier Mm -hmm. over the last couple of years. But that's still pretty new because they used to be like strictly like just like mainly indie or like indie pop. Mm -hmm. Um because I had a friend who used to work there. So I, I think that Girlwood, at least in the way I saw, I he, I have heard you guys prior is more like more kind of Riot girl punk. But you do kind of like span that breadth of area overall. Yeah, I think that's something else I'm really lucky about. Like I do everything. And then when I'm working with other people, it's just one. So it's really easy to be like, um, oh, let's do this, you know? And it's like, okay. You know, you don't have someone being like, I can't play that. Or like, (laughs) you know, or I don't have to, uh, what is it, Uh, wrangle children or, you know. um, I'm really lucky for that, but I think that's also part of why. And that is, I think, a bit of Girlwood's superpower is the like, or why I've been able to navigate how i have is because i'm not defined or held down to one genre there if people like heavy fast like punk music they are something there for them if they don't like the weird stuff there's something there for them and then i you know i i was super surprised the first time i pulled up spotify and like um there's one song called i'm having sex tonight which is very like I don't even know how to say maybe XX vibe, kind of very slow, chill, okay. yeah. you know, and uh, indie, whatever. Or And that one was like up there in like the top five or top six. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I just love that there's like a little something for everybody. Um, not that that's why I'm doing it. But um, what what is real impactful and cool, though, is playing a show and just doing a heavy set and like screaming the entire fucking time and then getting off stage and then having, like, usually, like, a, a chick, uh, a woman be like, oh, my God, I actually hate this genre of music because I feel <laughs> like I don't resonate with it and I've never felt included in those kind of spaces and I've never got it because of that. But hearing you play, I get it now because a lot of the topics I sing about are about, like, fucked up topics and just, like, stinky weenies, man. Mm-hmm. It be People being stinky wieners on women and people being stinky wieners on gays and... Something about that makes it click for, like, women in the crowd. I'm like, that's so fucking awesome, you know? It's like, uh, I I want them to have that, you know? I want them to feel they can have a space where they also feel represented or included in heavy music because I, I, man, I worked at a couple different little, like, you know, emo or heavy metal little festival things, just, like, helping people and, like, volunteering and man, the amount of times I was on stage and, like, was helping people move, like, cymbals off or moving, like, drums on or something, I'd be like, okay, here, here, do you need your th- – what do you need, you know? And someone would be like, oh, hey there, darling, just hold my beer. And it's just like, I'm trying to work you fucking – yeah, I'm trying to work you fucking wiener. Like, Jeez, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, help me help you right now, you know? But um, so, yeah, not that I, I don't – really like like talking about negativity i don't like talking about you know the atrocities of the world because you know like that's going to be there no matter what i like to focus on the positive and talk about the good stuff but that's what i use music for i get all my fucking anger and frustrations out within music which is like diary excerpts and then my manager is like let's release the one about you want to kill yourself <laughs> i'm like okay. let's post that one 
Yeah, I hate that one. You know, I I think I think a lot of people like vibe with it, so we're just gonna do that, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like there, there is going to be uh, the music scene. Uh, and and I guess I left before Haley Williams said this at when we were young fest about like dudes in the music industry and how there's not enough like women and, and female representation and, and non-binary and, and LGBTQ and like all these representations. And it's like, cool. We have a bunch of fucking dudes though. And then the dudes get real fucking gatekeepy about everything. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, it's all us. It's like, what, what do you mean? You don't, you don't get to just come in and do shit. But like, I do think that there is a, there is that, there is that that exists and it needs to be called out and it needs to be addressed and it needs to be addressed both verbally to its face and say, no, you can't just like be a dick all the time. Like there are people that aren't you and they need to be on stage too. And then there's also like just badass musicians going up on stage and playing their heart out and everybody can can relate to that and acknowledge that. And then you see it and you're like, OK, I don't know why I'm being such a douchebag. Like <laughs> this is just good music. Mm -hmm. These are good, talented people. Like, let's just all have a good time. And I think with yeah. like the more more seeing more of it, having more of it available to to different audiences uh, and also just like the different genres involved in it, the different people that are involved in it. And then like having, yeah, it's just like, like all of it comes together to create like a better scene now than I think it was when like we were growing up and we had the, you know, like, like when the stuff was first coming out now we get to like, look back and go, wow, we were kind of douches back then. Like, it's a good thing. Now we have all these like new people in the scene that are like really fucking nice. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, like Rome wasn't built in a day and like the, the, the isms that I'm talking about here are like very deeply ingrained into our entire society. So like trying to tackle it in just music, it's super, it's a difficult situation that, you know, can't be solved just by, you know, a label taking on like, oh, we got a girl band now, you know, in fact. Look at the women we hired. Exactly. They, we are, we're fine now, right? Now we was alone. Look, it's the only <laughs> one we have, but we're good now, right? You got guys? one, like, okay? <laughs> Yeah, we hired so, a woman, okay? Leave us alone. I'm not here to, to preach or be like, well, if we did this, it'd be better. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, like, again, you know, what, what we're talking about here is like really deeply ingrained stuff. And it's, you know, baby steps. And we can't, we just have to play the cards that we were dealt. And, you know, and sometimes there's some shitty hands that... They got, you got to play though. And, uh, but I'm happy to be here. And I'm, I was just saying, I love when that happens. I love when, you know, someone's like grabs me by the face after a show and they're like, <laughs> I get it now. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know, cause I love, I love heavy music and I totally understand the gatekeeping bullshit, you know, and people being like, you know, well, do you, you know, <laughs> you're only, I, I love it. Uh, there was like a, I think I don't think the meme is like very popular anymore, but it was like guys saying to girls like you're only in it for the dudes, and then it's like the dudes, and it's like chubby bearded motherfuckers, and you're like yeah, and it's just like like yeah, I'm not I'm not here to body shame anybody, but if you're gonna be a douchebag, like nobody looks like you, so just chill, chill. Like, yeah, people like music, man. <laughs> yeah, just like let people like what they like. You know, someone's allowed to like MCR and Fall Out Boy, and someone's allowed to like classical music. I don't, you know, I don't know yeah. whether gatekeeping isn't classical music. That must be really far outside my realm. Uh, but, you like Mozart? Yeah. <laughs> Name three concertos. Now, okay, I will say I know this. This is the only other tidbit of classical music I know, but it's at the radio perspective. Yeah. Because there's only, like, two classical radio stations here in Chicagoland. Only one is, like, a big corporate one. 
corporate it's public radio but still um but they are so elitist with it it's like if you don't know like beethoven's like fifth i don't know i don't know anything about classical whatever the fifth it's song beethoven's he ever wrote is fine. yeah i don't know but it's like if you don't know that and like the deep cuts to beethoven which i don't know how you would because like nothing was recordable back then um so weird flex Lizzie, but it's like, Lizzie, if you I feel don't... like I have to come at you with and be like, yeah, they didn't record it. They wrote it down. <laughs> My friend, <laughs> Alice in the chat, like I... sheet, music. sheet music. I don't know what I've never played an instrument. It's, in it's, it's the drum charts. It's the, the, the drummer comes with charts ready to play. <laughs> I've never taken a music class in my life. I'm going to be hundo be honest. Um, but like they get very elitist with it. And um, if you try to like work there, you need to like know every single like thing in classical music where any other radio station, if you go to a music radio station, they're like, I mean, could you learn how to like yeehaw music? Okay. Yeah. Yo, I didn't even think about that, but no, of course. Of course there would be super intense, like elitist gatekeeping of classical music. Of course there would be. I don't know. I just so far outside of my realm, I feel like I'd Oh yeah, like that's the only tidbit that I know about classical music whatsoever. And it's the most niche thing. (laughs) Yeah, well I just I'm a big fan of people liking what they like and and, yo, another thing about like gatekeeping stinky wieners back in the emo era is people if things became too popular. (laughs) They get keep that too. Everyone mm-hmm. mm-hmm. knows that, and it's like it got. It's like Nickelback. It's like it got good for a reason. Like they didn't fucking like blast the fuck off in their careers because they sucked. Like you just like to say it sucked because everyone knew what it was, you know. Which yeah. wow, doesn't that make you special? It just makes me feel like that. But all the this is my cubby, you know. It's all the like. Aren't, aren't... Oh, that's your shoe, cubby, and only your shoes go in. That's right. <laughs> like. Yeah, I did try to gatekeep Evanescence, though. I'm going to say okay, that. Okay, so tell me what gatekeeping Evanescence is. Please tell me. I want to know. Uh, March 4th, 2003, oh, the day no that reason. Fallen was released. <laughs> okay. After I heard uh, Bring Me to Life and My Immortal mm-hmm. on the, the phenomenal Daredevil starring Ben Affleck soundtrack. Oh, no. And I said, this is my fucking band. I went to Best Buy in Niles, Illinois, and I bought that shit. I was like, Dad, you need to drive me to Best Buy. I got to get this album. And I was like, no, I am the Evanescence fan. I was at their first show in Chicago. I don't know if that's true, but I'm saying it on the podcast and oh. somebody can else can do the research. You, so you're, you're maybe saying fake facts. Relax, relax, relax. Wait, the thing. When you bought it, was it you or your dad who bought the I CD? I bought the CD with my goddamn God-given allowance. <laughs> I... It's a big deal. How long did it take yeah. to make that allowance? Fucking couple weeks. <laughs> I bet, I bet. It's a $13 CD, all right? Was, this was in the cheap days, so... There I was, like listening to Evanescence, being a little little fucking goth kid in my my freshman well, year of high school, into my into my my sophomore year of high school, right? And I'm like, this is it, this is music. Yeah. And then some of the popular kids apparently thought the record was pretty good, <laughs> and they started to get real into it, and they were playing it all the time, and I was like, 
you know what? I didn't go through what I've been through for the popular girls to take Evanescence's Fallen away from me. I don't want to hear you talking to me about the song Haunted like you know what they're talking about. I've lived haunted. I am the one who was brought to life. I am the immortal. Okay, calm down, Did you hiss and then, too? What? You, did I hiss at yeah, people? Yeah, were you the kind of kid that like, hissed at people? No, 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 no. Oh, I there was a certain point at when, I, when I realized... Character building. Yeah, no, 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 no. There was a certain point that came very quickly to me where I realized, you know, I think they're too popular. I don't think that it's, like, up to me to, like, <laughs> like, like protect this band, right? Like, it's... It, it, it came at a time in my life where I'm like, no, I just really like this band and it means something to me, but I don't need to identify or define myself by that music and say that it is what it is to me. So it should be that same thing to everybody realizing that Evanescence probably doesn't want to be like, yeah, we have this fan and that's it. I hope he comes to all of our stuff and pays us thousands of dollars because otherwise we are going to go broke because we have one fan. He said so. So I, I, I learned pretty quickly uh, that it's like, no, the, the, the music is for everybody to take whatever they want to take from it. It is not for me. So I am a reformed uh, stinky wiener from my childhood. <laughs> I mean, we're only human. I'm sure we're, we've all been, you know, a stinky wiener at some point or another, especially when you're like a kid and you're going through like your identity and you get over the whole like. I had this toy first. <laughs> you yeah. can't play with it. You know, like we all do that. You're playing with it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We, I'm sure. But what, what about you? Do you have a story like that? Like, what was your, what was your first thing that you were like, yeah, and then other people were like, yeah, and you were like, no. <laughs> oh man, I don't. Was it you? Gate kept food the other day. Like, don't play. What food was it? The fucking food of the festival. You're like, oh, these kids don't even know how to stand in line for food. It's like Lizzie. <laughs> no, <laughs> Lizzie, no, it's food. Annoying. No. <laughs> Just annoying because the lines were just poorly organized. Like, the whole thing is poorly organized in that way. <laughs> I don't think, like, I, I mean, the first band that I was like, I know this band and I'm into it. But it was, like, more, I was more, like, shit on for it as an emo kid. It was just, just Jonas Brothers. Because I was, like, the first, like, I saw, like, their first shows in, like, 2006. <laughs> and I still go let's, to those uh, Let's shows fact check that. Currently. Let's make sure we have our fact checkers on that, please. Just to that be sure. Correct. You're gonna give so I'm at Dirty Nellies and Palatine. Fuck yeah, you did. Hell yeah, I did. But like, I just remember I was super into them, but I had to keep it on the DL because I'd get made fun of. And they're like, you're not a real emo kid. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, have you listened to <laughs> have you listened to Mandy? That's pretty fucking emo. <laughs> have you listened to Underdog? That's pretty fucking emo. <laughs> like, I, I guess that was it. Like, I was more... Like, I don't think when I was younger, I really gate kept because I was just trying to, like, figure shit out. Now I feel I would be more inclined to be like, oh, you don't know that. But it's more of like because I've been more in the music industry. So when things become more popular and I'm and it's like, oh, this has been out for like four or five years or, you know, one or two because I'm in like already in the music scene. I'm like, oh, you you didn't know that. Like, I, I already knew that. Like, cool. I'm glad you got there. Mm -hmm. But it's usually not like very malicious. It's like, oh, like I've already known about the the first album i like the first album more than the second or something like mm -hmm. that um i guess otherwise it would maybe just be my chem because their first album is like their best album and if somebody says no i'll be like you're incorrect yeah no <laughs> i feel it hey you guys give me one quick sec i'm gonna grab my charger it's like right there all right for sure okay
we'll do our uh, our little plugs at the very end here. If anybody wants to call out a Lizzie for being a gatekeeper right now in the Did chat. Did you almost call me by my full name? Lizard. <laughs> I thought you were about to put a, pull a Andrew and call me by my full no, name. No, Elizabeth. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that even more, actually. Yo. All right. We'll, uh, we can start wrapping up the recording part of this, too, and move into the uh, the the hangout and, and the chat and whatever. And uh, yeah. if anybody has anything on Twitch, we can talk about it. If you don't, that's also OK. Um, but uh, when you get situated here, we'll let you do your plugs and where people can listen to, to Kid Bruises, which is already out uh, pretty soon after this is released. They'll be able to listen to Keep It Average. So, Yay. you know promote them tell people about the stuff yeah the stuff 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 keep it keep it average comes out 11 11 i've made a music video for it and i've never yeah no this is i think the first music video i've ever made so i hope it's good <laughs> i'm making the whole thing myself and like we've got a chicken suit there's some egg throwing it's okay. definitely it's what awesome. i would consider emo not in terms of like the heaviness but in terms of like the content and it's about like uh like hide your true self because it's gonna get taken advantage of or used against you um yeah and that's a really important or sad i don't know that's like a personal message to me i guess or for me i'm not talking good i like that song <laughs> i like that shit i like all the sad shit mm-hmm. yeah um yeah kid bruises is also really sad um more like a diary entrance kind of entry entrance and like a diary yeah. entry kind of a song and yeah and then keep it average i guess is also kind of a diary entry kind of song. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's sad i'm i'm singing yeah it's like uh let people um assume the worst of you because like it doesn't matter you know it's so like what a so it's like keep it average Keep it dumb, dumb. They'll think I'm stupid and be proud of my bare minimum. So yeah, and let them think there's dishes in my sink and think that I'm a burnout who don't care about anything. Don't let them know you care. Don't let them know you clean. And you know, so shit like that. Like yeah, yeah, because it will be exploited. But I think a lot of people <laughs> deal with that. You know, escapism. You know, operating in escapism and just like they leave their house and they turn on like you know auto auto mode and you know don't be your true self and like don't be straightforward because like the world doesn't appreciate you anyway and like the world will only like take advantage of you so that's kind of what that's about so i guess that's a relatively you know, kind of thing uh, yeah a hundred percent yeah and there's a lot uh, of like yeah you know all that, all that the, you know the usual wine the, yeah there. the sing-along parts better. yeah guitars I think there's two in there's guitar, one. guitar in this one okay yeah some drums <laughs> so then where can people follow you on socials to uh tell you that they like i got me i got me an instagram i got uh instagram i got tiktok um tiktok and instagram and are just are those just girlwood just straight straight up girlwood no no girlwood band there's okay. a man that exists. His name There's a fucking Garrett guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Garrett Leatherwood. Garrett what a fucking guy. Years, years ago, my guy. Like fucking like six years ago, five years ago. 
2017, I think, was the first time I messaged him. It was like, hey, I'm in a band, um, and I thought really hard about my name, and I saw that you have... And like I, I don't know. Like on one hand, it's like, how do I have the audacity to ask someone to change your Instagram name? But I did, you know, in like the most polite way possible. I was like, I'm a band. Well, not a huge deal. He didn't, which is fine, but not a huge deal. Yeah. So it's just girl a band, Garrett Leatherwood. I guess it's I'm not, not saying it with an R. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that's <laughs> interesting. I was like G R Leatherwood. Like, okay, uh, yeah, nobody like, be mean to Garrett. Let, no, let the yeah, man Garrett live. Garrett has done nothing but just normal have it for a while. Yeah, but we've yeah. got somebody who owns Emo Social Club on Twitter, and I'm like, I think we're trying to fight them look, because they've also been like inactive. Yeah, um, and I, yeah, I, I don't know if Garrett's doing inactive. much, but no. But also at the same time, if I was like doing my own thing, and someone was like, "Can you change your handle because of my band is your same name?" I'd be like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> I like, I might. <laughs> I might think about it Ryan just Mark. out of like, dude, that's fucking, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Like if it was just like my name or something and they're like, Hey, so our name is like fucking boats, boats McGee. It's like, okay, like <laughs> that's my username. It's not obviously, but like, Oh, be. Oh, that's fucking chill. Like you're a yacht rock cover band. Let's change it. <laughs> you can have boats McGee. <laughs> yacht rock. I learned a word. I learned a new word from our talk today. I learned. I'm about to, I'm about to blow your mind some we're we're gonna get into some yacht rock after this Whoa. but uh yeah is that like the eagles? let's uh is the eagles the eagles could be could be there yeah. uh i i have not put on too much of the eagles on a yacht rock playlist but it, it it can it can do business you know you mean the one eagle song just we hotel have California got to go uh <laughs> <laughs> there are many other eagle songs it's fucking fine uh we are gonna go chill over on twitch uh but Thank you for uh, listening to this episode with Girlwood. Make sure you're following on everything, uh, Girlwood Band, Girlwood underscore Band, on on the on the on the Instas and the Twitters and the TikToks and the on the stuff, and uh, stream the songs, put it on repeat, just jam out, groove out. Uh, if you're on a boat, play it on the boat. Uh, <laughs> don't fall off the boat. <laughs> don't stay safe on the boat. Listening to fucking top tunes. Your fingers smell making hot dogs. Water. Yeah. yeah, you can you can add Girlwood and Hinder to the same playlist and it'll all go great all together. <laughs> Two great tastes taste great together. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's go hang out with everybody over there. In the meantime, uh, Ray, thank you so much for for hanging yeah, out with you. us tonight. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm, I love people and I love meeting new people and talking to them and having a good time. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. But did you did you give it five stars? But have you, you gone and said five stars and a nice note? Just like, what if you did? And if you did and you, you responded to me and you were like, I did. Thank you. Well, the thing this is, is too, thank you for uh, you. have you shared it with your friends? Just Share like TBS says, tell all your friends. Yeah. Like how everybody, everybody in the emo scene started using that as a thing of just like tell all your friends to come to our show, and it's like, all right, well, what I else can't are do we supposed anymore. to do? You better make damn sure you're here. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> we will be back next week with another episode of this podcast. 
that you will also probably rate five stars. You better make damn sure. You better, you better make fucking, damn sure you rate a five stars. Yeah, you better Helena your way over there. I'm Brian. I'm Lizzie. Bye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's always a surprise. I, I sometimes forget that you can just put the music in after, obviously. So, like, if we go over, it doesn't really matter, but yeah. I want people to think that this podcast is based on how quickly you can listen to it. <laughs>